Hey, it's Friday, August 13th. Yes, Friday the 13th. Be afraid, be very afraid, but a happy National Prosecco Day to you, Kelly Collis. Ooh, my favorite day of the month. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you'd appreciate that. It's also Filet Mignon Day, which I feel like someone planned it that way. <laughs> Those two do go well together. Hey, I'm Tommy McFly. I'm Kelly Collis. We, we love DC. Tommy and I were first neighbors, then friends, and then we actually hosted a morning radio show together. We bring people together, created awesome community moments around DC, and have been invited to and asked to leave some of the most interesting spots in the nation's capital. We're so glad that you're listening to our podcast. We hope you enjoy some really fun headlines from DC and beyond. That was a lot. Let's get started. I continue to be in Greece. Uh, honestly, it's like a 40% chance I'm ever coming back, just so we're on the same page. <laughs> the polling on that is still out and it's fluctuating daily. <laughs> but Fine. If you do that, then I'm moving to Rehoboth. Sounds great. Uh, where are you? What's going on? I, I am in Rehoboth. There is a lot of buzz here. Uh, the Bidens, who have a summer house here, are um, expected to arrive at any day now. And depending on who you ask, it's a good thing or a bad thing. And it. It, it has nothing to do with politics. It has more to do with traffic. <laughs> All politics is local, they say. <laughs> For sure. Also in D.C., Maryland, Virginia, it is restaurant week. That's wrapping up on Sunday. Um, it was interesting because I asked a lot of our you know, local normal restaurant friends, and many of them who had been participating before weren't this time around. Um, so you got to kind of do your research if you want to find the ones that are doing it. But there's, again, the $22 lunches and brunches, $35 and $55 multi-course meals for, uh, for restaurant week. That's good. That's true. Well, the restaurants have had, had it tough the last year or so. So um, maybe they're not, you know, some of them didn't want to be offering discounts when everything is just so tough. Well, that was basically what it was, too. And some of the chefs that I talked to, I don't think it's fair if we name them, but they were like, we don't have the staff to do it right now or like we're just still limping along. So they couldn't get that crush of the dining room or the crush of the outdoor seating or whatever. So it's a, it's an auspicious time for sure for restaurants. Mm, it is. I was in Tyson's corner a couple of weeks ago and half the restaurant was closed down because they didn't have the staff for it. Mm. So it is, it's, it's sad. So go continue to support your restaurants, restaurant week or any other week. Yeah. Even if it's full price, you cheapskates. <laughs> Also, no, um, like no snaps on my $15 word auspicious. Come on. <laughs> Very good, Tommy. You must be doing a lot of reading while on vacation. I've been reading books <laughs> on tape precisely. <laughs> oh, that's right. You don't actually read books. Yes, but I listen to them. Uh, we, we have gone over this for a decade. If you listen to it on tape, read by the author, you still technically get credit for reading it. Okay. Just you saying say so. <laughs> Just saying. And that's why my data plan keeps getting screwed every day because I forget <laughs> to download it and I stream it. And then Verizon's like, hey, you used all your plan. Do you want to get more plan for $10? And I'm like, I'm being held hostage. But I text back, <laughs> yes. And then I text back the middle finger emoji. They don't see it, but I feel better. <laughs> Good for you, Tommy. Gosh, I missed you, Kelly. I have been on Instagram a lot. Did you see, speaking of not talking politics either way, did you see the Benny drama video from the White House? One sec. Democracy's calling. <laughs> see you, Daddy. Bye. Hi, my name is Cooper, and this is a day in my life as a White House intern. Um, 
no, <laughs> I did not. And you have to explain a lot to me, like Benny drama. Like there's some guy named Benny that's causing drama or sort of. Yeah. And I'm, I'm new to learning about Benny drama too. So he is a Instagrammer, TikToker. He, um, he has great nails. He, um, makes videos that are like characters and sketches and he's very funny on the internet. And so he was invited to Washington to, help with the Gen Z vaccination um, awareness and, and movement to get people who are Gen Z vaccinated. And so I'm going to tell you a story. I'm not getting political either way about it, but he was brought into the White House and he has a character, an intern character, and that intern character did a sketch at the White House of being Jen Psaki's intern. Hey Jenny, I booked you a nail appointment, love. Yeah, I didn't tell you to do that. It's called Initiative. <laughs> Hi, White House is a scooper. What a swing for any administration to take like oh my goodness this guy's video and of course like people on one side are like this is terrible people on one side are like this is awesome and yada yada well i remember what it, we went through to get like my name listed in the easter egg role <laughs> press release in paragraph like nine so i can't even imagine what this was like to give this guy like keys to the castle to the briefing room and all these things <laughs> It, it, it sure is a uh, interesting video and a long, we've come a long way. Cooper. Sorry, Miss Jen. Hey, Jen, don't forget to have fun. Spirit fingers, mama. We need to get shots in the arms of every single American. I'm heading to a haircut. So hopefully he helps people who are Gen Z get vaccinated and maybe they know they thought that, you know, like his 1.4 million followers didn't have a lot of vaccine information and now they do. <laughs> so... <laughs> There you go. We've come a long way in our fight against this virus. We've vaccinated 160 million Americans. Are you getting this all down? Don't worry, Queen. It's all right here. <laughs> but I watched it. I was like, oh, my goodness. <laughs> and then you watch it like I saw it the day that it came out and I was like, oh, wow, he's like really there. OK. And then I went back and I learned more about him. And some of his stuff is hilarious, especially his parenting videos. I'll let you do that on the beach with some sangria, Kelly. <laughs> oh, no, it's Prosecco because it's National Prosecco Day. <laughs> That's true. You can check that out. Check out National Prosecco Day when you're watching Benny drama. And I also like how far up. Uh, so did like I just have so many questions. Like did did the did the person who runs communications, I think her name is Kate Benningfield. Like was she the one who said yes? Or did like it go up to Ron Klain and the chief of staff who said yes? <laughs> or was Jill Biden like, hey, I've got this great idea. Like, where do I, I want someone to give me a thousand words on that, on how it happened. Because I think you're suffering from a severe case of FOMO. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not that good on TikTok. <laughs> I, I, I completely um, conceded to Benny Drama on that one. I could never okay. have come up with that video. <laughs> okay. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Um, all right, switching gears just a little bit. Uh, we are learning about a lot of new openings in the Navy Yard. I just love to hear this. And if you've not been down to the Navy Yard or a NASC game, like in the past year, wow. Like yeah. it is just, it's a, almost a whole different place during the pandemic. A bunch of new restaurants have opened up, especially on Half Street. Well, we're learning that um, sort of on the other side of M, as you walk down towards the park, there is a giant retail uh, area that's opening up on um, below an apartment building. So you gotta narrow that down. <laughs> I know, I know. What uh, on Half Street? No, just that there's something going in underneath an apartment building. <laughs> oh, right, right. <laughs> well, check this out. There's there's a chicken and whiskey is opening up another location. Love it. As well as Silver Diner, and this is where Punch Bowl Social was going to open up and be like kind of a cool place to hang out. A ginormous. 8,000 square foot um, space. Well, they pulled out 
guess some issues from the pandemic and swingers is going to open up another location. This is the indoor uh, golf place. Not what swingers, the other type of swingers, um, the they're going to open up a location down at the Navy yard. What's really cool is that swingers is actually a British chain. And this um, second location in DC area will make the third location in the United States for swingers. That's so we awesome. get two in DC and um, they, they went on to say that the location, they are going to do a nod to Nats park. There'll be different programming and activities on game days and non game days, because they know they're going to have a lot of foot traffic on game days. And um, it just sounds like they're really kind of doubling down into the neighborhoods and catering to the, the, you know, the neighborhood obviously like expands tremendously during game days, even for people that are not going to the actual game, just to be like close to the game. That's really cool. The one mm-hmm. that's in DuPont is across from my gym. I go to Barry's and I'll get out of like a noon class and there's like a line up the block. And I'm like, how it is noon. What are you people doing? You swingers. <laughs> <laughs> so the, the swingers are killing it in DuPont. That's for sure. Yeah. So very, very, very cool. Um, you know, what's crazy though. Like when you think about like when we worked on half street, like it was all parking lots. Mm-hmm. There was like, there was like tumbleweeds and like a saloon. And like <laughs> promises of one day there being a Whole Foods. <laughs> right. And now, now it's all there. So it's, it's just incredible walking down there. Half Street itself, like there's like three new restaurants on Half Street by the Nat, by Nats Park. It's just, mm-hmm. it's incredible. It's very cool to see. Though. And the bullpen keeps on trucking. It just, it just keeps on sticking it out. I love it. <laughs> I know. Every year they're like, this might be our last year. So we'll see. Uh, well, since we're talking about baseball, um, we do have to talk a little Nats. And I'm not going to go into their continuing spiraling out of control season. Um, but, but this is really cool because Scherzer, the legacy continues. He may be in LA Dodgers. Now we're going to forgive him at some point for that. Um, but there is a brand new baseball field that's opening up in ward eight um, in Washington Highlands that the Scherzer's both his, Max and his wife, Erica um, partially funded. And this is such a cool thing. It's going to be managed by um, the D.C. Department of Parks and Rec. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is also a continuation of these fields that we're seeing. They're calling them legacy fields. Oh, cool. So there's one, there's a Zimmerman field that's by, right by Nats Park. And then there's actually a Bryce Harper field in Tacoma. And then the Scherzers um, funded this and it's going to be opening up soon. And um, I think it's just super awesome. That is really cool. And so this was... I will- was this, this is in the works before he got traded or would, did this happen? Yes. Like, well, since he got traded? Uh, no, no, because well, the Nats released a, a, a promo video and it shows the Scherzers like with their hard hats. At, so I'm presuming that happened before he got into a plane and got his uh, blue. That's and really cool though. New Jersey. Yeah. Really cool. But this is what's interesting. If you read like the fine print, it's unclear what the field will be called. So I don't know if it's necessarily going to have the name sake of Max and Erica. Scherzer. Well, well that's stupid. I know. We'll see. Because the we'll other see. ones are are Zimmerman and Harper and mm-hmm. isn't like a Michael Morse field too? Or did I make that up? Yeah, you made that up. Okay. Well, I made that up. Thanks, Kelly. For <laughs> yeah, how do you not call it Max Scherzer Scherzer Field? I don't know. I don't know. Oh, uh, did you so- see, Kelly? Because you know that I watch baseball on Twitter. Did you see the gif of Trey Turner just like sliding in smooth like butter to home plate? No. Oh, oh, it was amazing. It was classic. He didn't even get his pants. He didn't get dirty. He just yeah. popped in, popped right up. And he was like, what? Like, it's hard. And I, I saw that. And I was like, you know what, Trey? Way to go. Way to go. Too soon, Tommy. Too soon. 
No, I, I, I loved it. It's like, of course, Trey and I are not real friends in real life, but it's like when your friend gets broken up with and like goes find someone better and you're like, see him on the street and you're like, way to go. Nice work. Way to go. <laughs> I'm not even mad about it. Like, way to go. Way to go, Trey. Okay. I think a lot of fans aren't quite ready for that yet. Well, got to be happy. It's better to love than loss is what I understand. <laughs> oh, I see. It's <laughs> at least what I've heard. Um, so I made a smart, uh, a, a, I almost said a smart ass and sarcastic. I made a smartastic comment on Twitter the other day about how like everything that the world is going through. I said, you know, despite all the problems facing our nation, at least no one's wearing Ed Hardy anymore. Right? Well-crafted joke. That's funny. And it turns out it wasn't so funny. My friend Amanda slid me a link that apparently Ed Hardy is coming back. I just I thought we were going against the things that our generation liked, because remember, we talked about the word chuggy mm-hmm. and basically Generation X. Anything that was like millennials thought there was cool at one point is chuggy. Yeah. And the, Ed Hardy with like the big graphic designs and like uh-huh. bright colors that's coming back. Because to me, I would categorize that as chuggy. I don't well, but I'm not Generation X. Put your hook in Z. it. It had a, there was an Ed Hardy Georgetown store, which is why we're talking about it. Hashtag real fun DC. Um, I think that maybe Ed Hardy is so chuggy that it actually becomes unchuggy, which is going to be the thing that breaks the chuggy nomenclature. Like it's so chuggy that it, the, 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 the chuggy can't even chuggy the chuggy and it just like snaps the universe. <laughs> but the, being unchuggy will be a new word that we'll probably learn in the next year. Right. Like, you know, the Death Star exploded because they hit it from the inside. I think that's what happens when Ed Hardy comes back with Chuggy. It just blows up. So I did find Ed Hardy Georgetown um, is still active on Twitter. No, not still active. They still have their account open. Okay. And their last tweet was February 4th, 2010. (laughs) What was their tweet 11 years ago? Hi, everyone. Just to let you know, we do have some of our spring line in. We also have our sale going on with an extra 20% off. Oh, so they wrote tweets back then like love letters. That's adorable. We all did that. <laughs> it's very, and it's all capitalized and they have 268 followers. Oh. And uh, they used to be at 1250 Wisconsin Avenue in DC. So maybe they'll come back. Does it also say check in on Foursquare for a deal? Um, no, it doesn't, but that would be very 2010, wouldn't it? Also, um, can you send me that link? Cause I want to go through their 200 followers and see how many of them are actual friends of ours in real life. Cause I'm sure it's probably more than we care to admit. <laughs> um, yes, I, I, you know how you can see the followed by. I, oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I will send that to you, Tommy. <laughs> you know what? We're going to put that in the show notes. Maybe you can see who you are friends with from EH Georgetown. <laughs> Well, Ed Hardy, man. Yeah. So apparently, um, like the backstory on this, like there's a guy who had been involved with like ro- merchandise for like the Rolling Stones and helped Adam Levine with his clothing line, like all of these things. He was reached out to by the holding company that owns the Ed Hardy brand. And he was like, I'm not going to Ed Hardy. Like that's so chuggy. And then the next thing you know, he's on a plane going to San Francisco to the actual Ed Hardy, who is like an artist and a. Um, like a tattoo artist and they, uh, the, the brand was like based on tattoo art. And so this guy who's done all this fashion stuff and Ed Hardy have been talking and they're planning to bring the brand back and to make the brand happen. This sounds a lot like um, a Netflix series, Halston, which I don't, if you've seen it, you kind of know what I'm talking about. No, the I brand Halston. Yeah. The brand Halston basically like died and came back several times. Hmm. And it's Could actually now, well 
now coming back again because it's a Netflix series. So it's, it just sounds familiar. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm, there's got to be a Netflix or something show or some kind <laughs> of streaming something, something tied to it. But Olivia Rodrigo has been wearing it. And um, what, is she chuggy now? We shaking your head. No, wow. I just think it's like the, the, another similarity is like Liza Minnelli was like Halston's Olivia Rodrigo, if you will. There's, a, there's just some similarities. There's probably a lot less sex and drugs than, than there is in Halston. But look, if, you, if you're listening to this and you've watched Halston, you know, you know what I mean. Wow. I don't think anyone's ever compared those two people ever. <laughs> well, there you go. You're welcome. I think, I think you're breaking new ground on this, Kelly. Way to go. <laughs> wow. Just that, those two people in the same sentence, just like my brain just paused. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I wasn't able to help. I was like, what? <laughs> and Addison Ray, who I'm a thousand years old, but I don't know who she is and I need to figure out who she is. Um, also, she gets Slurpees at 7-Eleven in a very provocative way that is not a good, I feel like she would spill on herself. So I feel like she needs help <laughs> with that. Just saying okay. is all. But whoever was working at the 7-Eleven when she posted the photo of herself getting a, a Slurpee has stories to tell the grandkids. That's for sure. <laughs> was she wearing Ed Hardy? No, she wasn't. Okay. She had one at Hardy. Um, at some point, she posted on her Instagram a photo of like an Ed Hardy dress on. So mm, there you go. Her. I don't know what's going to come first, though. The Ed Hardy resurgence or the hot lanes on 270 and the Beltway and um, up to Frederick, basically. So kind of like the public-private partnered um, hot lanes that we've got in Virginia side around the Beltway um, and like on 95 they are one step closer to making it happen on the Maryland side. And these Kelly would go from just, just think about this. These lanes we would be built from the American Legion bridge counter or clockwise around to the spur up to 70 to route 70 in Frederick. Mm -hmm. yeah, I, I think it sounds amazing. We know that there's a long literally road ah. to, to make that happen. The construction is going to be epic. Yeah. So our power have like the link to the whole story, but it was a vote, the vote, like that now they're doing a year long study and then something else happens after that. Well, my stepdaughter just moved to, to Frederick. There is a lot of new construction out there. Her and her um, fiance are starting their lives in Frederick. So I'm sure they will appreciate because they both work uh, closer in will appreciate hot lanes when their grandparents. <laughs> totally. They're able to come down and see their kids when they go to college. In the right. City. Exactly. <laughs> um, can you do me a favor though, with your um, stepdaughter living in Frederick, can she let me know when Brian Boltaggio's family meal reopens? Cause I'm craving it and it's not open yet. And I just, do you think like a town crier comes into Frederick? Hearie, hearie. Well, yes. <laughs> and I can't check the website or not. Like I check the website periodically, but I feel like someone's going to tell her before they tell me about it. I just, <laughs> I follow them on the internet and it's a, it's a former car lot. I don't know why it's not open. There's a big parking lot. So if you want to just do it outside, whatever, just check is amazing. So come on. Okay. Brothers. okay. I'll let you know when I get the town news of Frederick, when that Perfect. announcement is made. Thank you. Hear ye, hear ye. <laughs> I don't know. I thought maybe it would come up at like the, you know, like, I don't know, on the family text chain or something. Okay. And you laugh at me, but when you go there, that's a good place to, to meet them for dinner and then you're going to understand. I'm just saying okay. this all. For sure. Um, also, interesting stuff. We're seeing this across the country, but in our area, 
different venues are now going to be requiring vaccines or and a proof of negative test to go see shows because everyone's super excited about shows and things like that happening, coming back. IMP made the announcement. I think they announced it first and they're Merriweather and the Anthem and the 930 Club and the Lincoln Theater. And just a couple minutes ago, um, we heard from the Kennedy Center and Ford's Theater. They're also going to be requiring proof of vaccination and or a negative test to get in. Very cool. And I will say just a programming note, uh, the, there are um, at-home COVID tests that you now take that qualify for a lot of these um, requirements. Because we all know the vaccination, get it, awesome. But, but sometimes you can get a reoccurrence. Yeah, so you I tell me about those. I, yeah. I tried to buy some before I left, but they were sold out at the CVS by my house. And I was like, you know oh. me and planning. <laughs> yeah. Didn't have enough time, so <laughs> off we went. They're amazing, but I, I did read that they, I don't know what your requirements are for getting back in the country. And I know you're vaccinated, but um, they these tests, they will allow and accept for uh, as a negative test. Oh, that's great. Internationally, yeah. That's great. Yeah, I don't know. I got to figure out the, the back end thing because I think it's, <laughs> it's changing. Um, we have the vaccination proof. Actually flying on United, I'm sure all the airlines are doing this, but United was awesome. On their app, they're like, upload your this, upload your that, upload this thing, upload that thing. And then it was like, Broop, and on the, on the uh, United app, I was just able to like walk on through. Not a commercial, but it should be. I'm just saying <laughs> is all. Um, it was really seamless. But then we got to Athens. Kelly, the line, so wherever you're doing, if you're flying anywhere, PSA, don't get your test done at the airport. That's just stupid. <laughs> the, the line to the testing facility at the Athens airport was down the hall, down the concourse, and like out the door. And the people who were running the testing place were going as fast as they could, but just the printer of money in the background was just taking up too much space because <laughs> they were just printing money at this place. So That's crazy. See, this is more reason why you can have that that test that you can just buy online. Seriously, I was like, I was like, wow, we're gonna. I think we're gonna get our. If we have to get a test to come back, we're gonna do it like in the village before we come back into Athens. <laughs> so crazy. <laughs> totally, totally. Um, also, is it too late for us to become a testing facility? <laughs> right, in like Dulles <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> or Reagan. Or yeah, they, they are turning a lot of money. Do they have any little vendor slips open? We could be real fun testing. We'll just, just <laughs> change it over. <laughs> we'll tell you jokes as we swab your brain. Let's do this. <laughs> I think it's more complicated than that, but sure. <laughs> I certainly hope so. <laughs> I certainly hope so. Also, just you should know if you don't know already, because it's 105 degrees today in the nation's capital. Um, Pumpkin Spice is here already. Dunkin' Donuts is rolling out their fall flavors, which why wouldn't they? <sighs> That's depressing. <laughs> and they have all these idiot Insta-fluencers who are like, look at him having my pumpkin spice. Yeah. They'll be rolling them out yeah. nationwide at locations starting on the 18th um, and then fully across the country on the 14th of September. It's like when you go into a department store or any boutique and you see cashmere and winter coats yep. in August hanging on the racks. It's just like, are we here? Are we really doing this? Yep. I don't know why them. they don't just make pumpkin spice a year long flavor. Right. And so that way, then the whole like when it comes out is not a big deal or it all just over it. Yeah. You got like your like, I, I think it's like anything on the Internet. You got your like vocal and mighty minority who are really amped up about it and just... <laughs> 
let them have it all year long <laughs> and then they can leave the rest of us alone. Please. <laughs> Please. Agreed. <laughs> Please. <laughs> oh, I forgot to tell you, Kelly, before we wrap up today, in Rhodes, Greece, there is the American Bakery. <laughs> There was no way in hell I was skipping the American bakery. <laughs> what do they have, like bagels? and? So, yeah, I, I went there a little later in the day. They have donuts with Reese's peanut butter cups on them. <laughs> oh, Jesus. And like other kind of like donut-y stuff. But they had pumpkin pie, which is what I thought about this. Because nobody, I, I don't know about you, but I love a good slice of pumpkin pie in 45 degrees Celsius heat or whatever the hell it is over here. <laughs> They have pizzas. Um, also, they have the American classic churros, which you can get <laughs> as well. Yes, they came from Spain. <laughs> They're not. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, this is Spanish food. Yeah. That's fine. <laughs> They're not American. <laughs> Just throw they it in there. Like pound cakes. But they didn't have apple pie. They didn't have key lime pie. I was like, come on, let's go. Let's do this. <laughs> but the young lady working the counter did not seem to care. <laughs> <laughs> she's like get this american out of my american bakery place totally. i'm sure you were taking photos and tweeting and doing all the things with it well i took photos like yes yes and i posted <laughs> on instagram but did. i didn't i didn't post about it till we left because i didn't want to be like inappropriate that, about it that american yeah but i do wonder if they're telling people now that like americans actually went to the american bakery because like my husband chris will judge a greek restaurant in the states by if actual greeks go there and so I wonder now if they're like, hey, we had Americans here. You know, this place is good. It's totally authentic. <laughs> it's like a doors. Put your photo on the, up on the wall. <laughs> totally. A little counter. We had two more Americans. Put it on the list. <laughs> well, it sounds like you're having fun. We're having a blast. And I hope it sounds like you're having a good time, minus the traffic delays. Yes, I will keep you posted uh, when the president comes into town. It's just a small town. And in, in normal circumstances, there's traffic. Mm -hmm. So when you have like security detail and road closures, yeah, and people want to, you know, do their thing and get to the beach, that's when it gets a little complicated. And plus, I would assume he's going to go to Grotto Pizza, being that it's a Scranton tradition and all. So I feel like. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I feel like the Grotto Pizza in Rehoboth Beach will be very hard to, for the Secret Service to kind of secure that area, but good luck. <laughs> I just want to tell you, Kelly, it is August 13th, 2021. No, I have not conceded. I have not conceded to it being a Scranton tradition. I'm just no, I know you have haven't. And this is, okay. this is brilliant. But now that we've got a president from Scranton, comma, in the beginning, uh, now I think if he goes there, it just kind of co-signs it as a Scranton brand. Tommy, you do know that he was a senator from Delaware for a very, very long time. Yeah, like a little bit, whatever. That's fine. Just a couple of decades. It's like kind of what he's known for. But <laughs> among other things, but I will tell you, I so it's August 13th, Friday, 2021. Rewind back to when he won the election the first couple of times. I was like. I bet he's going to go to Rehoboth and I get to make the Scranton joke about Grotto Pizza. I've been saving that one in my wallet. I've been saving that one, Kelly, for just this day since 2020 of November. <laughs> I will keep you posted. <laughs> if you want to go back and check out any of our past shows, I can't imagine why you wouldn't. They're all there. It's like 300 of them. And please subscribe and give us five stars, even if you feel we didn't deserve it. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would be nice. Thank you. We'll see you next time. <laughs> <laughs>